Podcast. I'm your host as per normal, Jamie Wills. Uh, I'm not joined by anyone today. Just a little solo effort whilst I'm waiting for for Dan to arrive. So, um, just a bit of a, a touching with you guys, really, just to say hello. So you're used to my voice. We've got Junk Shop Dog coming up, um, this week. So Wednesday that will be going live for anyone who isn't familiar with our schedule. Wednesday is our normal scheduling day. So I thought I'd come in. Say hello, drop a quick update for you because there's been some news and Survivor Series, so have a little chinwag about that, shall we? Um, Wrestling Trader, have a sale on. If you guys are based in the UK, head on over to, to Wrestling Trader, say hello and pick up some some reduced figures on there. Uh, you missed out on the mystery boxes that they did have, where it was five black Nick Aldis's retro trader, Wrestling Trader, sorry, exclusives that they had with the black pants. And... Um, yeah, you could pick those up in a mystery box. Five of them had the Nick Aldis's in, and there's 20 bucks in total. So one in four chance of getting a, a Nick Aldis figure. Um, the Pro Wrestling Tea store is up, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash 3POA. Head on over to there to pick up our lovely T-shirts. Mine should be arriving tomorrow. I'm going to look very sexy in it, as you can imagine. Don't imagine it, you pervs. We saw round seven and eight of the pointies go up uh epic toys category which haku won with 29 percent uh and also the other category which is all the other brands that weren't did have their own section uh bro uh, bruiser brody from power town and ultimo dragon from boss fight studios the uh lucha libre line they do um both with 27 percent of a draw so we'll have uh, nine figures in the final Oh, very, very sexual of that one. We've also, at the moment, on our Facebook page got up a um, worst figure of the year. Uh, it's not really a poll, because I thought it'd be quite harsh if we uh, if we pop in, like, eight figures and people just then pick the worst eight from there. It was a bit a bit harsh of us to do. So I figured it's easy just to let the, um, the public write who they want in the comments, and then we'll put that to a poll. That way our hands are completely clean. We've got nothing on us. Um, so yeah, Survivor Series was this past weekend uh, in Chicago. There's a lot of rumors, innuendos going into the show uh, about certain people if they would return, if they wouldn't. Uh, it was all set up for it, but you know, I think there's still some an air of uh, optimism, but also some pessimism in the in the way. Let's be an Optimus Prime, not a Negatron, but. Uh, it was a well, well anticipated show. Uh, first match was the women's war games as it normally is. Uh, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi Blackheart, and I'm sorry, just Shotzi. They got rid of the Blackheart. Her heart's still red. And Becky Lynch, they beat Damage Control, which is Bailey, Asuka, Io Sky, and Kairi Sane with Dakota Kai at the weekend, uh, at the at the outside, not the weekend. Um, sort of one on the weekend, causing all sorts of trouble. Um, Good match, all in all. Very standard women's match, I think. From 
I think as soon as like, the match officially started, you could sort of see where they were going with it because damage control were made to look like a big force and they were separating was a good tactics, but it was too early to do that tactics. Um, and then in the end, the uh, the faces come out and, and conquered overall. So um, the, the faces won. Where that leaves the women's champion and a new group that just formed, more than likely they'll um, boot Bailey out and, and turn her face, and then we'll get some form of damage control versus Charlotte, Becky, and, and Bailey down the line. Possibly WrestleMania, you never know. And depending on Dakota Kai's fit, not in that way. Uh, we also saw Gunter beat the Miz in a very competitive match. Miz has been one of my favorites for a while now, um, ever since his like 20. 2011 title run. Uh, been a big fan of the Miz. Uh, Santos Escobar defeated Dragon Lee in possibly the match of the night for me. I'd say five to choose from, but um, these two show that they can do on a on a premium live event level match. Um, sort of thing that they'd normally put on a SmackDown, but I think it gave them a good a good middle of the road match. Um, I was in the middle of the card anyway to sort of showcase what they can do. Dragon League, I think, is going to be a good talent in the future. And Santos Escobar is showing that spark he had in NXT uh, in his earlier run. So I think hopefully we can we can see that come back. And Rhea Ripley beat Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark looked great uh, in this match. She had um, regular face paint on. I think the story that was being told before this match started was like Rhea Ripley's not got her eye on Zoe Stark, just concentrating more on the Judgment Day side of things. And that was where Zoe Stark was going to um, exploit her, basically. But, um, which I thought would have been a good a good way of, of taking the title off her, uh, of, of Rhea Ripley. But I think she just looks like she's a level above most other people on the roster at the moment in regards to wrestling ability as well as star power. I think as soon as her music hits and she comes through the curtain, I think she just looks so much better than anywhere else, anyone else, uh, in my opinion. And the main event, we saw Cody Rhodes, um, Seth Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton, who eventually came out, beat the Judgment Day, which is Damien Priest, Finn Balor, Dominic Mysterio, and JD Madonna and Drew McIntyre. Um, so yeah, once I think the match started, we saw an attempted cash-in from uh, Damien Priest, which then brought Randy Orton out. Um, Randy Orton looked absolutely massive, as in just bulked up from last year, looked like a star. It looked like he was in there with a bunch of children. I think if you watch it back, it looks like, especially when he's next to JD McDonough, um, or Jordan Devlin, whatever you want to call him, he, he looks like an actual child next to Randy Orton, which, um, yeah, it's a weird one, really. I think if you, maybe 18 months ago or so, Randy Orton just looked like he was a member of the roster. He was sort of a tag match with Tag of Riddle and looked good still, but nowhere near as as big and as dominant as, as much of a star as he did when he came back. He did a weird thing to the DET. He was I don't want to do it, but it was very strange. But it was um yeah all in all very decent match, decent war games. Um Cody Rhodes got the pin. I think Orton did an RKO on Jordan Devlin or JD McDonough, um which should be cruelty to children looking at. And then um through Damien Priest at Cody Rhodes, which didn't really work. Why would you throw? Picked him up, did the crossroads, and then, and then pinned him. Um, so yeah, solid match. And then it did the little cheeky little thing in the bottom right corner where it's like, oh, the show's ended. And then a little 
and CM Punk came out and everyone went crazy. Um, as I said, it's one of those things like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna return, and then it was just that massive doubt over the air of Willie, and everyone was everyone was writing posts like, oh, I saw CM Punk at a coffee shop three doors down the road from the arena. He's gonna come back and. Until it happens, I think you're always in, in doubt that's going to happen. Same with when Cody Rhodes returned last year. Um, well, it leads to CM Punk, what he's going to do now. I mean, he's got to be one of the favourites to win the Rumble now, surely. So, um, see how that progresses from there. If he does win the Rumble, lovely. Go on and see the feud with Seth Rollins right itself after the weekend, I think. And um, Seth Rollins really good at making things look personal. So, I'm sure there'll be a few digs in there about AEW and CM Punk will come back with some other stuff. So I think that's where they're going to go with it. So I think Rumble winners, you've got to think CM Punk's going to be favourite. Cody may be second favourite for a second crack at Roman, but we'll see. We'll see where they go with it. They've still got the money in the bank looming over the air at the moment. So interesting. There's a few different ways it could go. So you have Randy Orton return. We had CM Punk return. Good press conference um, for it. So, um, yeah, good show all in all. A sort of, sort of 8 out of 10, I'd say. Uh, well worth a, a rewatch. I do prefer when there's minimal matches, but the matches that we do have are packed, like the the Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee match was given, was only given just under 8 minutes, but you got to think it's normally be given 4 or 5 minutes on SmackDown, not including advert breaks, commercial breaks. Um, Gunter and The Miz was given over 10 minutes. And both walking matches, the men's was 35 and uh, the women's was 33 and a half minutes. So it's, um yeah, definitely prefer when you get more action packed with, with smaller matches on this one. But um, yeah, as I said, Wednesday, Chunk Shop Dog going up. We're speaking about that in that episode. So tune into that one. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review if you want to as well. But, or not. We're not your dad. We're just your mother's boyfriends. Thanks for tuning in. I will see you soon. Bye.